Hi, hi, hiya! Welcome to another episode of A Joel New World. Today is Friday, August 4th, 2023. And with that, we're going to get to some news today. Um, we don't have any official plans in the books uh, upcoming very soon, but we are going to be staying later this month. I guess it is kind of soon. But we are going to be staying at the Wilderness Lodge for the first time. And I'm very excited for this one. I hear a lot of positive things about this. But it's going to be my daughter's birthday. She's turning five. And we wanted to stay at a Walt Disney World Resort. At her request. We're staying at the Wilderness Lodge. And we're going to try out everything that resort has to offer. Including the pool. The Geyser Point. You name it. We're going to try it out. We've been to Whispering Canyon a cafe before love that place it's a really good time we went to trails in before it closed really good i know it's reopened again as a almost like a quick serve or even like a cafeteria style um, kind of like food court if you will along with crockett's tavern i hope to hit that as well but that is a huge resort um, wilderness lodge as well as fort wilderness and you have uh, a bus system there you can utilize and you have to utilize to get around because it's so large but there's so many activities a lot of ag outdoor activities the hoop to do review is there as well which we want to try at some point but uh but yeah we're going to be doing that soon and we have our mickey's not so scary halloween party booked for i believe it's the 8th of september so um, if you also have that date we will be there for that one I think we have the 8th for that one and the 8th of December for the Christmas party as well. So, And we're also doing the Jollywood Nights this year. That's that new one over at Hollywood Studios. And that's in November sometime. So, A lot of money, but we really love those events. Kids love trick-or-treating. I love trick-or-treating. And uh, I'm working on my costume for this year for the not so scary Halloween party. My kids love Halloween. I love the season as well. Um, so we're just, we're so excited for it. And with that said, I wanna get to the Halloween decorations have taken place over at Magic Kingdom here. They took place basically the first day of August, maybe even the 31st of July. They're, they look like last year's. So with the scarecrows around the main street little circle there at the front uh, a lot of pumpkins a lot of um, hay a lot of scarecrows as well and i love that theming last year my favorite was the baseball player with the ball at his mouth that one was really good um but yeah with that theming the halloween merchandise is also dropped as well and one that i'm really really excited for it i want to buy it and it's actually releasing here in just about 45 minutes from now on shop disney they already have it over at the World of Disney in Disney Springs, but it is a gigantic, almost like a blow mold, if you want to call it that. You know, those old ones that light up, like the plastic figures that are, you know, about three or four feet tall, whatever. Um, they're releasing a giant Mickey pumpkin with the little mini pumpkin ears on it. And it's like the cutest thing you will ever see. It's really cool. It lights up. Um, it's cordless as well. I think it's battery powered. So it'd probably be more uh, better suited for interior or um, interior design for your home, but uh, maybe a screened-in patio or something. But I'm looking on Shop Disney here. I want to get one of those because that box is huge. 
I saw uh, Paging Mr. Morrow. I know a lot of you watch his uh, YouTube channel, or I do as well. I love him. But uh, that box was huge. So I don't really want to walk through Disney Springs with that gigantic box. But if I don't get one today on Shop Disney, I'm going to have to go to Disney Springs and use my discount and carry that box back to the truck. So um, I'm going to get it one way or another, right? Just like that Blondie song. I'm going to get that song at Cosmic Rewind one way or another. But uh, but yeah, that that is in the works. I want to get that. That's my plans. They have some really cool merchandise this year. Love the theming. And the colors of it are really cool too if you have not seen it yet. But um, check that out today on Shop Disney. You might luck out in getting one of those. And also they released the menus for... Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. So I am pulling up those menus right now. And if you have not been to a Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, it is a lot of fun. You get so much candy there. It is ridiculous. But let me pull up this menu right now because it looks really, really good. So the premise of it is the party the park closes to normal guests around I think 6 or 7 p.m. you can enter the park with this um, unique ticket you don't need a separate park ticket to get in it does range from like a hundred to two hundred dollars depending on the night the closer you get to Halloween of course it's gonna get a little more expensive but you know for the price of admission, you get unique characters. You get a special parade that is awesome, the Boo to You parade. You get the Sanderson sisters performing. And I even read this year that it's going to be Disney characters dressed as a Sanderson, uh, Sanderson sister character. So I'm really excited for that. Um, just a really, really good time. The fireworks are unique. And everything about it. You got unique treats, unique drinks, unique merchandise. It's just a good time. I love it. It gets me in the mood for the season. And it's just a really, really good time. Just a real nice surprise. But, so the event tickets for normal guests, basically it ranges from 109 with the pass holder discount. You get $10 off, so it's $99. Um, so, I think mine was 119 minus 10 so 109 per person for adults. 109 minus 10 so 99 for my daughter my son's not old enough yet and he is free so he's still two but anyways there were 38 halloween party dates to choose from this year the first one being august 11th which is in just seven days from now which is a week from today all the way through wednesday november 1st 2023 so they're even doing it in november so the Christmas decorations won't come until probably a week after that, or even November 2nd at the earliest. Alright. You can trick-or-treat, get bags of candy. Last year they even gave out full-size bags of M&Ms. And the attractions that will be open during the party this year are Jungle Cruise, the Magic Carpets of Aladdin, Pirates of the Caribbean, Swiss Family Treehouse, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, Haunted Mansion, of course, and could we see the Hatbox Ghost coming there for the parties? I think so. It looks like work is underway to be putting in that Hatbox Ghost animatronic like over in Disneyland that's coming to Disney World. And I think that's going to be in, in place sometime this month for sure in August. 
Prince Charming Regal Carousel. It's a small world. Peter Pan's Flight. All of these are open during that um, party. The Mini Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Mad Tea Party. Under the Sea. Journey of the Little Mermaid. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Dumbo the Flying Elephant. Barnstormer. Astro Orbiter. Space Ranger Span. Laugh Floor. Space Mountain. Tomorrowland Speedway. The People Mover. And then Tron Light Cycle Run. Virtual Queue Access Only. And I probably won't be wasting my time in that because that's going to suck up an hour of my time. And I'm not going to be doing that. But some of them are even going to have a special ride overlay. In the past, rides like Space Mountain, Mad Tea Party, and Pirates of the Caribbean featured Halloween-themed overlays during the event. The Hocus Pocus Villain Spelltacular will also be returning this year. This show runs multiple times throughout the night, so you can catch it in between riding as many Magic Kingdom rides as you can or trying all the fun treats. Um, and that's the big thing about this. It's basically like you got the park to yourself. It's still steady, but the wait times are drastically reduced. There's no lightning lanes. You get on every single ride for the most part within 30 minutes, even like the mine train. That's probably the big one. And uh, even having Tron this year, I bet a lot of people get in that virtual queue and kind of waste some of their time there. So... Uh, I'm going to be hitting Big Thunder Mountain. I'm hitting Space Mountain for sure this year. I think that one was blacked out last year. Like, it was complete pitch black. And I bet they'll do the same thing again this year. The Mad Tea Party was fun. It kind of has like a spooky um, track over the, the ride with some special lighting as well. Just a fun time. Um, so, yeah, you really get on a lot of rides. You could probably do every single ride in the night except for Tron probably. Um, but yeah, that's a really good time, and that's why we like doing that. The Boo to You Parade is probably one of my favorite parades out there. And you're just going to sing that song the rest of the night. Boo to you, and you, and you, and you. Boo to you, and you, and you. But that song, it gets stuck in your head, and it's just a, such a fun parade. You get to see all the villains, you get to see everything. And last year, I remember it was so special because um, this might have been during the Christmas party. No, it was actually during Halloween because we were dressed up like Incredibles. But um, the Incredibles actually rolled by and they actually pointed to us and like Mr. Incredible hit uh, Elastigirl or Mrs. Incredible in the arm and said, look over there. And they like kind of waved at my kids and, and me and it was just a really, really good experience for the family. So it's just like little magical touches like that that make it really special. But um, the Seven Dwarfs are returning to the party this year. Ursula, Corella Deville, the Queen of Hearts, the Sanderson Sisters, who will be dressed up. Um, well, Minnie, Daisy, and Clarabelle will be dressed up as the Sanderson Sisters. Uh, Disney Junior Jam Dance Party over in cosmic ray starlight cafe it used to be over in the barnstormer area but i bet they didn't get very much participation because it's so far away you can meet rare and halloween dressed characters i know winnie the pooh and gang like eeyore tigger and piglet too um they are all in their halloween costumes for the year and it's kind of fun to see what they dress up as i think last year um tigger was a pirate and i think eeyore was a clown so they get long though Jack and Sally's usually there. The lines are long. Probably at the beginning they're going to be the longest. At the end it'll probably die down a little bit. Um, 
But yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean or Adventureland will be taken over by a spirited pirate band and their crew. You'll have to listen out for sea shanties while pirates roam around retelling old tales from the sea. Merchandise, merchandise, merchandise. There's going to be new merchandise for sure. Um, spirit jerseys for sure. Um, candy bowls, things like that. You name it. The merchandise is going to be there. Most importantly, though, is the food. So, when I return, I will get you that list of unique treats that you can find only at Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. So stay tuned. Through the magic of technology, I am back, and you all did not have to wait as I was scrambling to find this list of uh, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party treats for 2023, and it looks incredible. It looks better than last year, in my opinion. But let's get to it. So over in Anti-Gravity's Galactic Goodies, available August 11th through November 1st. I wonder if like the first few days, like the first party, people miss out on these snacks. But over at Anti-Gravity's, you can get the Apple Fritter Milkshake, which is new this year. Salted Caramel Milkshake topped with green apple whipped cream and an apple fritter. Sounds pretty good. Over at the Cheshire Cafe, and I just had a Cheshire Cattail for the first time. And it's like a twisted chocolate croissant. It was so good. I would get that a million times, but it sounds like one of these items is that, just decorated differently. The Mummy Treat, a flaky pastry filled with chocolate hazelnut filling and topped with white icing stripes and sugar eyes. That is new as well. The Queen of Hearts Slushy, frozen cherry slushy drizzled with black cherry puree and topped with whipped cream and a crown-shaped chocolate piece. That is also new. Um, the Witch's Cold Brew, I believe that was around last year. That's French Vanilla Joffrey's Coffee Cold Brew topped with pumpkin spiced foam and Halloween sprinkles. That is available during regular park hours as well as the party. All of these items can be acquired at the Cheshire Cafe except for the Mummy Treat. Um, that's the only one that has to be purchased during the party. So, you need a special ticket to get that treat there. This next one I'm very excited for. Over at Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe, um, you get the terrifying twice-spiced chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken or fried chicken breast dipped in hot honey and topped with pepper jack cheese, jalapeno poppers, and bacon. That is new for this year. The Snarling Sub. Meatball sub with spicy marinara, pesto, and pearl mozzarella teeth served on a black roll that is also new zombie fingers almond cookie fingers key lime pie white chocolate ganache salted caramel crisp pearls and sugar eyes that's also new the river sticks elixir kiwi lemonade with luster dust non-alcoholic that is also new and this one is available august 11th through november 1st during mickey's not so scary halloween party only so um, some of these only party destinations is the ones that you're I'm going to be hitting for sure and you're going to want to hit because that's the only time you can get it. So, so far, um, the one at Anti-Gravities is available all the time, so I'll probably get that another time. Cheshire Cafe, I'll probably get that mummy treat at the party, as well as all these menu items at the Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe. And I'll guarantee I will film this for youtube as well my youtube channel joel new world so stay tuned for that as well over to the friars nook these are also only available during the halloween party only 
Pain and Panic brought. And I'm pretty sure last year they had a Pain and Panic hot dog over at Casey's. So this is a bratwurst this year. Sweet and spicy onion relish and sriracha mustard. All these items are new. Pain and Panic loaded tots. That sounds pretty good. Tots topped with sweet and spicy onion relish, sriracha mustard, and crumbled bratwurst. Mmm. Buffalo chicken hand pie with spicy ranch drizzle and blue cheese powder. Um, so all these have kind of had some variation before, but these are new items this year and are only available at the Halloween party. Golden Oak Outpost. It looks like they have a Pop-Tart called a Tombstone Tart. Flaky pastry filled with strawberry jalapeno jam and topped with sprinkles and sugar spiders. That sounds interesting. I think I'm going to have to try that. It's available during regular park hours and the party, so it's not limited just to the party. Loaded sweet potato fries. Sweet potato fries tossed in cinnamon sugar and topped with marshmallow cream, butterscotch chips, and toffee pieces. Um, this one is available during the party only, so if you're going to the Golden Oak Outpost, the sweet potato fries are the limited item there. Liberty Square Market. They have a black velvet whoopie pie. Black velvet cookie with buttercream and sprinkles topped with a sugar spider. This is also or available during regular park hours, so you can get that starting August 11th. Main Street Bakery. This is available during regular park hours and the party, but a Mickey-shaped cinnamon roll topped with orange frosting and sprinkles. It looks like the normal one that you normally get. The mini-shaped pumpkin cheesecake. Pumpkin cheesecake and pumpkin coffee mousse topped with a white chocolate candy corn bow. That is only available during the party. So, you gotta get it there. Pecos Bill, Tall Tale Inn and Cafe. Love this place. Cajun burger. Cajun spiced all beef patty topped with fried green tomato, Cajun andouille dip, and Creole remoulade served on a black bun. That is new. All these items are only available at the party too. Uh, bowl of Bones. Bone-in piggy wings fried with fresh jalapenos tossed in Coca-Cola cherry barbecue sauce. That sounds really good. Candy corn milkshake. Sweet corn soft serve topped with whipped cream and sweet potato cornbread nuggets. That all sounds good. And it's only available during the party. The Plaza Ice Cream Parlor. Apple Fritter Sunday. This is available during the party only. Ice Cream Cookie Sandwich. This is available only for the party as well. So, cookies topped with sprinkles with choice of ice cream. And it kind of looks like the one you can get at Animal Kingdom. Uh, Sleepy Hollow. This, these always have some good, unique treats. But, Char Siu Chicken Wings. Whole chicken wings glazed in Char Siu and topped with chili threads and garlic. I've never heard of Char Siu, but I want to try that. Headless Horseman Cupcake. Spicy cheese cheese flavored cupcake that seems interesting with lime filling topped with cream cheese buttercream spicy cheese flavored snacks and a chocolate piece interesting cinnamon funnel cake funnel cake topped with pumpkin ice cream mm. drizzled with pumpkin spice caramel and topped with butterscotch chips and those are available during the party only so far i got a lot of stops when i had to make at the party i'll have to make a list here uh, check it twice. Storybook treats. 
This is only available at the party too. A Hades cone. And it is a Dole Whip mango and habanero soft serve topped with blue raspberry shell and chili lime seasoning. That sounds interesting. Over at the Sunshine Tree Terrace, which is only available at the party only, Tropical Graveyard, mango, mousse, and sour tropical gelatin topped with cookie crumbles and gummy worms, sprinkles, and a tombstone chocolate piece. That is available during the party only. Churro cart near the castle. Not so poison apple churro. Churro rolled in green apple sugar topped with Snickers bar pieces and drizzled with caramel sauce. Okay, that's interesting. That's during park hours. Um, the Jack Pop, it looks like a Jack uh, Skellington Cake Pop, that is available during the party only. They have a Sally Pop, that's available during the party only. Alright, Outdoor Vending Cart near the Haunted Mansion, available during the party only, a Skull Brownie, Mexican Spice Chocolate Brownie with Dulce de Leche filling and sugar eyes. That is new and only available during the party only. There you have it. All the ghoulish goodies you can find. I'm going to make a list, and I think I might even do a countdown on the next episode of items that I'm looking most forward to. And I feel like I need to make a list just so I can track where I want to go. Because I'm going to be all over the place trying to get trick-or-treating done, getting all the rides done, watching the shows, watching the fireworks. It's a jam-packed night, and then you get you get your money's worth. You could probably get your money's worth in candy, honestly, if you just wanted to. Um, try that out. Um, get some unique merchandise. I'm not going to wait until the end of the night like I did last year. I'm going to go right in the middle. Uh, maybe even right before the parade. Get some merchandise by then. That way I'm not... You guys have been there at that late night rush in the Emporium. It is a madhouse. It's not even worth my time, honestly. Um, some people park hop or rope drop... You know, Jungle Cruise, Seven Doors Mine Train. Sometimes it's best just to rope drop the Emporium because you get it to yourself and you get a really good look of every single merchandise item. So we'll see where the night takes us um, come September 8th. I'm looking so much, or I'm looking forward to it very, uh, very, very much. I know my, my daughter is as well, my kids and my wife. Um, it's kind of become a tradition here in our household and we're going to continue to do that for years to come that's why we moved here to orlando so we're going to continue to do it i know it costs more money but for us that is worth our enjoyment and we're making lasting memories or those core memories for our inside out fans out there but um that's what it's all about making those core memories and those memories that you're going to remember and talk about for a lifetime uh, but there you have it there's the news for today a lot of halloween a lot of orange and black alerts out there um I got a couple of Halloween ornaments for Christmas from Hallmark, from uh, the Vineland Outlets, too. We got uh, the 50th statues, so we're getting ready for the holiday seasons coming up very shortly. Hope you are, too, if you celebrate it. But if not, I hope you enjoyed the, the news for today. And stay tuned for our main event for today, which is the Top 10 Rides Countdown at Disney's Animal Kingdom. That's going to wrap up our four parks uh, top 10 countdowns at some point in time i do want to do a cumulative all four parks uh, no holds barred everything goes top 10 or top 15 rides at all four parks to see how they compare to each other at the other parks but stay tuned and our main event is coming at you right now
are you ready? It is time for the main event of A Joel New World. And that being today, the top 10 rides countdown at Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park. So, unlike the Magic Kingdom, unlike Hollywood Studios, and even unlike Epcot, who doesn't have that many attractions, or they have a lot of attractions, but not that many rides, Animal Kingdom's going to be hard to find 10 rides. And in fact, they don't have 10 rides. So we're going to include some shows, we're going to include some attractions, and we just scrapped through to get 10 items on this list. So, uh, without further ado, here is your top 10 countdown at Disney's Animal Kingdom. And why I like this park is not just for the rides. They do have some incredible rides, but I love this just for the vibe and for the feeling that you get as you're walking through the park. Uh, they have some great dining kiosk and some unique bites and unique drinks and just a lot of places to stop and get some beverages and some unique snacks as well. So that's why I really love the park. You have the Nomad Lounge. You have um, that bar. I can't even tell you the name of that bar, but it's over there by Dinosaur, across from Dinosaur. They have some great drinks in there as well, but um this is the top 10 rides countdown so we're going to include we're going to kind of cheat the system here and include attractions and shows as well because there's just not 10 rides at animal kingdom and it really is lacking there um but i really hope that they add you know a new log flume type ride i think that would be great for that park because that lake just really isn't working with that theater and that seating that lake right there you can still make it picturesque and all those good things, but um, envision like Splash Mountain vibes. I think like a Moana attraction would do really well there. Uh, you know, or even a unique attraction. It doesn't have to be IP based, but I know they're going to incorporate IP somehow in any new attraction that they make and create. And I don't blame them, but I think it needs something, a centerpiece attraction in that ride or a ride right there to really kind of tie the park together the shows just aren't really cutting it people aren't staying till late at night and kite tails didn't work that i barely saw that and when it was running it was literally like two minutes long like if you blink you're gonna miss it i just happened to be walking by at the right time and i hit the lottery there and i saw it i liked it but it's not what that park needs it needs another ride it needs a reason for people to come and to stay at the park and it needs a an e-ticket e attraction if you will um so i think that would be a great spot for it obviously the across from Tricer triceratops spin and dino land they they took away that i think it was called like the spinorama or something i honestly couldn't tell you the name it's been so long since i've ridden that but um, it's kind of like a carnival attraction. They need to plop something right there, whether it's a sit-down restaurant. But I think, based on this list, they need another ride, for sure. Um, people come to theme parks for rides, and I think they need another ride right there as well. Then, now we're talking, they have 9, 10 rides. That's a good number. I think that's what they need to do for the future. I know they have other land and things like that that they could use as well. So, um, But I think they definitely need to have like a another landmark attraction right in the center of that lake or that water where that theater is i think that would be a great great spot um for an attraction or a ride but let's get to the list that's why we're here 
our main event today on the Joel New World. I am Joel. Thank you for joining me and sticking around for this show and all your support. Um, but before, you know, I always forget to do this and I feel bad, but I'm going to give a shout out to the listeners from our last episode. So if you listen to the Epcot Top 10 Rise, I'm going to give a shout out to some of our listeners and sorry if I butchered the name of your city or where you're from, but, uh, in Pennsylvania, we have Sayre. Is it Sayre? It looks like Sayre. S-A-Y-R-E. I think it's Sayre, Pennsylvania. Never been there, but um, thank you for your support and listening. Sacramento, California. Louisville, Kentucky. Do people ever call it Louisville? Does that drive you nuts? Um, I lived in Las Vegas, Nevada. Don't call it Nevada because they will yell at you. Well, I did that the first day I moved there or started my new job. I call it Nevada because people like east of the Mississippi River, call it Nevada, for whatever reason, it's Nevada, and now that I hear Nevada all the time, I live in Florida, it's like, it kind of drives you nuts, so, um, to each their own, right, it just kind of, it's those little quirks, and of course, people that live there know the true pronunciation of your name, so I apologize if I get it wrong, but Louisville, Kentucky, thank you for listening, Buffalo, New York, Tampa, Florida, uh, right over in my neck of the woods. Willow Grove, Pennsylvania, Florence, South Carolina, Wiley, Texas, Pune um, in India. Do you say Pune or is it something else? You know, let me know in, in, on Twitter or is it X now? I think Twitter, Twitter's confusing me. It's frustrating, but I think Twitter is moving to X. Call it X. I don't know. I don't like it. But anyways, Twitter, hit me up at a Joel New World on there if I mispronounce your name or the city. And finally, Dubuque, Iowa. I wanted to give a quick shout out to all of you out there. And since I forgot last episode, I want to give a few shout outs to um, episode 15, the Hollywood Studios countdown. I had some listeners from Canada. So again, Wiley, Texas, Dubuque, Iowa, Sayre, Pennsylvania, London, Ontario, Canada, uh, Louisville, Kentucky, Buffalo, New York, Richmond Hill, Ontario, Canada, Tampa, Florida, Willow Grove, Pennsylvania, Pearland, Texas, uh, Waterloo, Waterloo, Ontario, Canada, Norfolk, or Norfolk, you tell me how that is, Nebraska, Autryville, North Carolina, Hyde Park, Massachusetts, and Wesley Chapel, Florida. I did look up Wesley Chapel, and that's right in my neck of the woods as well. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you for your support and your downloads. Uh, leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to it. Leave me a positive review, five-star review. If you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all but that would definitely help me out and it really sorry i'm drinking out of my new starbucks walt disney mug and it kind of made a weird noise but um anyways leave a five-star review and uh, it helps search engines and things like that for people to find the podcast and to get some uh, new listeners on a whole new world so Make sure to uh, tell your friends and leave a five-star review. All right, let's get to number 10. I'm not going to spend much time on number 10 because it is a terrible attraction. And that is it's tough to be a bug. So a Bug's Life-themed attraction. You got things poking you in the back. You got weird smells. I just don't like it. (coughs) But like I said, uh, there's not that many attractions or rides in Animal Kingdom. So number 10 is it's tough to be a bug. You got to start somewhere. We're going to start at the bottom here. 
and that's number 10 it's tough to be a bug number nine we're going to go to a show and that is finding nemo finding nemo the big blue and beyond so they have some really great shows here this is probably the best way to escape that really hot theme park in animal kingdom uh, stores are few and far between due to the theming and you know trying to keep up with nature and things like that but these shows are probably the best place to escape the heat on a hot summer day and these shows are good they're like you know broadway style shows the music is incredible the performers are great uh, the puppets that they use in this one is great and over on our next one which we'll talk about in a minute that one is fantastic as well but finding nemo the big blue and beyond is a musical uh, reenactment of the the hit movie the hit pixar movie finding nemo um check it out that's number nine on our list and it's kind of an underrated gem at disney's animal kingdom and with that same note or that same tune number eight is festival of the lion king and just like that one is a great way to escape the heat this one's kind of on the way back from avatar or pandora if, if you will but again the performers the music the acrobatics they're all phenomenal the seating is great i love the seating in these theaters here and um it's just a really great way to escape the heat and it's a really good time especially if you have little kids that love these movies and these songs um, it's good for all ages as well as older um, if you have grandparents coming in it's a great way um, to beat that heat which you're going to have to do at animal kingdom which for whatever reason is the hottest theme park to me and everybody seems to be on board with that but number eight festival of the lion king again we got the non-rides out of the way here because this is a true Disney ride countdown. So starting at number seven, that's going to be our first true ride, and that's Triceratops Spin over in Dino Land, USA. And this is basically Dumbo. That's a, a smaller version of Dumbo. You sit in your Triceratops, and you spin around a comet in the center. So every theme park has one of these attractions or these rides it's like flying carpets of aladdin you can kind of move up and down with your dino and it just kind of fits in with that carnival or that carny vibe in uh dino land usa um, with the carnival games and all that over there but not a bad ride if you like these dumbo-esque attractions triceratops spins a good one it's not on lightning lane which drives me nuts um, especially with little kids like you're gonna have to wait if it's a busy day sometimes 30 minutes and I don't think it's worth that wait but it is a good ride I like the little cars that you sit in uh, but Triceratops Spin is number seven on this list today and we're gonna keep with that theme and we're gonna move on to number six and it's dinosaur so I'm not a huge fan of dinosaur to be honest I love the ride vehicle I love the ride because um, over in Disneyland in California Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Forbidden Eye are one of the it's something like that um has the exact same ride vehicle i love the ride vehicle but i much rather ride indiana jones than dinosaur um and I, I feel like this ride is a little strange because it's got flashing lights galore it's dark it's kind of scary it's got dinosaurs scary dinosaurs popping out at you as you try to find um the dinosaur that you're looking for it's a little scary and it kind of deters kids from that um, that attraction. So if you're looking at my rubric here, being a former teacher, I have theming being one of the 
um, categories. I have the thrill factor being a category, the enjoyment, how much did I enjoy the ride, the rewritability, do I want to rewrite it once I'm done with it, and then limitations. That limitation factor here is bringing down Dinosaur for me. My kids were going to be scared to death to ride this one probably. Um, they are four and five or four and two years old, soon to be five. But um, but yeah, that that brought it down. I gave it a two for limitations because it does have a fairly large height requirement. At let's see if I can find it here, forty inches. That's fairly large for a Disney attraction. Um, and yeah, it's it's a little scary. So um, so yeah, that's what's bringing this down. Overall, it does have a three. I would give it a three overall, and it is better themed than Dinosaur or Triceratops Spin, if you will. But for theming, I gave it a four. I love the theming. It's a little outdated with that show, but I love it. That's my favorite part of the ride. Uh, the thrill factor, I give it a four because it is scary. It's got flashing lights. It's a little intense. Um, enjoyment, a three. Right? I don't love to be scared and things like that so I gave it a three rewritability a two once I ride it for the day I'm probably done writing it and limitations I gave it a two so for a grand total of three solid rating on um, in the Disney grand scheme of rides a three is pretty solid but um, I do have to nitpick because theming is everywhere at Disney and you really have to scrutinize between the minor or minute details from attraction to attraction because they're all themed really well. Anyways, let's move on. That was number six, Dinosaur. Moving on to number five, this is going to be a water attraction or a water ride, and that's Cali River Rapids. I love this ride. It's very short. I wish it was a tad bit longer. Had a couple more drops or at least one more drop or spin or something, but we love it. My daughter loves it. She will ride it. The height requirement is, as I check my notes, 38 inches. So that's not too bad. Just over three feet tall. Uh, my son can't ride it yet, but one day he will. And this is a family raft ride, so you do ride with other folks if you have less than eight people in your party, which is most people. But it's kind of fun. You kind of interact as you go through. You laugh at people when they get soaked with water. And some days, like the hot summer days, they really amp up that water level. And, uh, yeah, you're going to get wet on this one. But it's a great attraction. I love it. I do prefer the one over in California Adventure. Um, Grizzly River Run, I believe it is, or Grizzly Peak, something like that. I love that one a lot more. I like the theming of it, and I like the enjoyability of that one a little bit more. But this one's still a solid water ride, that family water raft ride. And in Animal Kingdom, you're going to need something to cool down, and this is a great attraction to do so. Um, Cali River Rapids, I gave it a 3.2 on the ranking scale, and mostly because of that limitation factor, I gave it a 3. It does have a higher height requirement, but it's going to be higher than Dinosaur for sure. So I gave it a three. I gave the theming a three. I feel like that's lacking somewhat. The thrill factor is a four. I like these rides. They're very thrilling. Enjoyment is a three. Rewritability is a three. I would much rather ride this one again versus Dinosaur. And then again, limitations a three. I give it a 3.2. That's a pretty solid ranking on this Disney's Animal Kingdom scale. Alright, number five is in the books. Number four, and this one's growing on me, but Navi River Journey over in Pandora. A fairly new attraction. It opened in 2017. Just celebrated its sixth year, I believe. Yep, 
sixth year. And this one is a short water boat ride, no drops, no intensity whatsoever. So that's hindering the score on my rubric and the thrill factor. Theming though, I gave it a five. Um, so much theming in this one. The shaman, the larger than life shaman is incredible. That one is just eye catching and you can stare at that one all day. The little animals that are um, twisting above you kind of like an umbrella type thing um the animals that jump on the leaves above you you can see them moving you can see their shadows and just all the water throughout it looks really great in there they did a really great job give it a five for theming thrill factor is a one it's about as boring as it gets um no drops it's not even doesn't even have a pirates of the caribbean drop um but it is a a nice gentle boat ride which is really great for small kids which is going to bump up that limitation factor to a five so it gets as high as it can get on that limitation score with a five because there is no height requirement anyone can ride it it's not intense doesn't drop kids love this ride um, enjoyment give it a four i love it it's in the air conditioning it is uh, it's got this like fluorescence to it i really love looking at it and if you've recently watched the way of water or the first avatar um, you're gonna feel like you fit right in to this ride so the rewritability is also a three on this one giving it a 3.6 overall on the ranking scale uh, navi river journey number four on to number three and this one the top three was very tricky so um, and i think it comes down to thrill factor for me here but Kilimanjaro Safari is the number three attraction for me. I was really torn between that. Um, I can make it number one, but that, again, that thrill factor kind of brought it down. I gave it a two for the thrill factor. You know, I kind of was torn between two and three, but still, the other two attractions are going to top that. And um, and yeah, I gave it a two. Not to say that it's not intense or. Um, thrilling when you see a rhinoceros up close or maybe a giraffe is right in your face or blocking the road or whatever um, and one time I even saw a cheetah chasing an emu that was on the other side of the screen that was pretty intense too so it just kind of depends what time of the day you go and what ride because it does change ride to ride so sometimes it can be very boring and there's no animals out because it's too hot or they're napping or something like that so just overall average, I gave it a 2 on Thrill. Theming though, 5. I love it. Feels like you're on a safari. Feels like you're on an escape from Florida. Um, and you went to Africa for this safari. So, love it, love it, love it. The enjoyment level is a 5. I love this attraction. My whole family does as well. Trying to spot all the animals. Last time we actually saw a male and female lion on top of a rock sleeping. That was really cool. It almost looked like a scene from The Lion King. Um, if you know, if you've ridden this one before and you know that rock I'm talking about, it looks just like the Lion King. It was awesome. So, five for enjoyment, rewritability, I gave it a two. This one's hurting this one too because it is the longest running attraction or ride in all of Walt Disney World at like 21 or 22 minutes. Sometimes even longer, like 30 if you get blocked or something like that by some animals in the road. But, um, I gave it a two. Once I ride it for the day, I'm good because it takes so long and um, it's a little hot out there. It's hot in these rhinos, right? If For my Ace Ventura fans out there, but um, it gets a little hot. And last time, for whatever reason, it made me a little sick because it was, it's jerky, right? When you hit those potholes, 
that whole thing is shaking. So on a hot day, that doesn't suit me too well, but it's a great attraction. Don't skip out on this one. It's highly ranked for a good reason. I gave it a 3.8 overall because of my limitation factors of five. Anyone of all sizes can ride this. And it's just a really great fun time. And that's why you go to Animal Kingdom is for these animals. And this is the best ride for that, I feel like, other than some of those meet and greet experiences and, uh, and yeah, or the conservation experience. But Kilimanjaro Safari, number three on my list, on to number two. And both of these got ranked exactly the same, a 4.2. The main difference here is which one has that overall wow factor when you're off the ride. And every single time that I ride this one attraction, everyone is speechless for just a little bit. And the first thing they say is, wow. Especially if they've ridden it for the first time, they're speechless and they just say, wow. They have nothing to say because it's such a good ride and it's such a great experience. But number two here, and that's the reason why I chose number one versus number two is that overall wow factor. And number two is Expedition Everest, Legend of the Forbidden Mountain. As you're trying to escape and go through the mountain of the Yeti, and um, one thing kind of bringing it down is that it's the disco Yeti factor, and a lot of you know what I'm saying. They kind of flash the lights when the Yeti animatronic shows up because it was operational and it would swing at you as you go through at one point, but it broke, and now it's disco Yeti, and they kind of flash the lights and you can see them, but that's kind of bringing it down a little bit. But this is a great ride. You can see this mountain when you're driving the back roads into Walt Disney World. You can see it. It's one of the first things that you see as you're driving. And that's one thing that we do every single time is we make that little curve around. We see that mountain and we know we're in Disney World. So, um, so yeah, number two on my list is Expedition Everest. The theming's a five. I love the queue. love the theming, the story. love the Yeti story. And the, the mountain is just impressive. It's awe-inspiring, and it's legendary. So, five, thrill factors of five. You go backwards on this one when the track runs out at the end because the Yeti broke it. Um, I love that factor that you go backwards. It has a pretty big drop. It goes really fast. And uh, like I said before in previous episodes, the kind of... Um, intensity scale or the gradual progression from rides is barnstormer like for a little more smaller kids um, that's a smaller kid attraction or ride then it kind of progresses to the seven dwarfs mine train a little bit more intense bigger drop goes faster um, but still the seat is protecting you a lot and it's a short ride then it goes to big thunder mountain railroad for me the it has the bench seating so you're kind of sliding all over the place it's a little bit more intense, right? It's a little faster. It's got more turns and twists. It's the wildest ride in the wilderness for a reason. And then it goes to this ride, number two, Expedition Everest for me. It can be a little bit intimidating when you're making that trek up the mountain, right? It's pretty high up there. You can see for miles. And then going backwards, that's a new level Disney attraction um, for me. Yeah, that one's up there with like Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Where you're going backwards when you blast off in the Big Bang. But number two on this list, that is a, the four out of, um, I would say out of the five, I'd go Barnstormer to Cosmic Rewind. This one being number four on that intensity scale. 
so that's why I gave it a five. The enjoyment's a five. I love writing it. It's so fun. It has a single writer uh, capability, so you can get right onto this one. You can basically walk onto it in five minutes or less, um, or at least ten minutes or less. So single writer line. It's kind of hidden, but you can see it over there. Just ask a cast member. They'll point you in the right direction. You can get right onto this attraction. Uh, rewrite ability is a four for that factor. You do have the single writer um, ability. The limitations is a two, though. That's the one that's bringing it down because it does have a high height requirement at 44 inches, and that's one of the tallest in all of Walt Disney World for good reason. It is intense. Um, giving an overall score of a 4.2 along with my number one on this ride, and a lot of you can do the deductive reasoning that it is Avatar Flight of Passage. That's my number one ride. It used to be my number one attraction or ride in all of Walt Disney World. I love this ride. I love it because it's 4D, basically. You get those 3D glasses. You're on the back of an Ekron or Banshee. Uh, you can feel it breathing in and out on your seat. And you can smell. That's one of my most favorite smells. I even got a diffuser with that smell from ParkSense. But um, I love that little scene where you're in that cave, kind of getting a breather from that other Ekron that you're trying to fight. I love that experience. The water level has kicked up in recent years, or at least in the summer, when I read it last time. It splashes you in the face as you're going through those waves a little bit more. Just a great attraction. And my favorite part is when you feel like you're going down on that, um, that last little drop there. I love that part. You're kind of spiraling down, and it really feels like you're flying on the back of an Ekron. And uh, just so good. The theming is incredible as you're walking through. You have a couple of pre-shows as well that really builds on that uh, that world of Pandora or Avatar. The thrill factor is a five. It's very thrilling, but it's not overly intense. Uh, if you do get dizzy on moving screens and things like that, this one might be not be for you. But give it a shot at least if you haven't ridden it. Like I said, everyone's just they say wow or they're speechless when this ride is done. The enjoyment's a five. The rewritability is a four. Limitations of two because the height requirement is 44 inches just like Expedition Everest so I gave it a two as well It was tied but again I gave the nod to Av Avatar Flight of Passage due to that overall wow factor and just unique factor as well um, Incredible ride credible uh, List here this top ten let's recap it Number ten it's tough to be a bug number nine finding Nemo the big blue and beyond Number eight, Festival of the Lion King. Number seven, Triceratops Spin. Number six, Dinosaur. Number five, Cali River Rapids. Number four, Navi River Journey. Number three, Kilimanjaro Safari. Number two, Expedition Everest. Uh, Legend of the Forbidden Mountain. And number one, our champion of this Disney's Animal Kingdom Top 10 Rides Countdown, Avatar Flight of Passage. There you have it, folks. This is the Joel New World version of this list. If you disagree with it, and I don't blame you, because I love all these attractions except for It's Tough to Be a Bug, you're going to have a different list, and that's fine. You're going to be entitled to your opinion. But let me know. I want to know what you guys think. Um, I want to hear what you guys think. What's your favorite ride? Maybe it's Dinosaur. Who knows? Maybe you're really into dinosaurs. Let me know at a Joel New World. Again, check out my website, ajoelnewworld.com. I got some great new merchandise on there from tpublic.com. Got like nine designs out there. 
can get your own a Joel New World t-shirt, coffee mug, you name it, sticker, uh, magnet, you name it. You can get it. You can get a sweatshirt, hoodie, whatever you may be in the um, the mood for. You can purchase it there, tpublic.com at my storefront. I do have the link on a joelnewworld.com. Um, there you can find blog posts. You can find some top 10 countdowns. You can find uh, information on other events as they take place. You can also find my YouTube channel, Joel New World, there as well. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe any YouTube videos you see. And um, I'm always releasing new ones weekly. That's my goal is to release at least one a week, um, sometimes two to three. So make sure to subscribe so you know you're the first to know when a new episode has been released. And again, continue listening to the podcast. Uh, whatever medium you're into, whether it's audio, video, text, I have it there at ajolnewworld.com. And thank you so much for your support. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of A Joel New World. If you liked it, leave a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast. And have a great rest of your day. Remember, never let anyone sign your checks. Thank you.